Good Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. listening to the podcast detroit network visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information live live it from- is alive we are live from motor city comic con 2017 ladies and gentlemen welcome to an elegant weapon episode 242 my name is Jay, J.M. Clark, Jay the Jedi Ross Ross. Remember? Remember? Jedi remember? Jay. Remember last year at Comic-Con? I do. You did episode 200 right yeah. here. Episode 200. Which, if you actually then do the math, yes, I skipped about 12 weeks of podcasting. I wasn't going to call you out on it. I was, I was just pointing it out. <laughs> but I have, you know, I support other things, too. So I'm a busy fellow. But, uh, yeah, kids, here we are. Uh, we have returned, coming to you live from the podcast Detroit booth at Motor City Comic-Con. I've brought together the usual gaggle of idiots to my right of the Ninja Starship podcast, Jimmy McKnight. Hello, hello, hello. Top Rope Review, Joshua Royal Shram. Hello, thank you for the uh, middle name drop there. I like oh, that. yeah, absolutely. Uh, over here. <laughs> I like to be able to look at that. I know. I am the uh, podcast and state puff today. Good God. <laughs> also of the Ninja Starship. With Jimmy McKnight, Mr. Wookie Will Blattman. I'm also of the uh, Top Rope Review and yes, Legion of the Podcast. You are. You're all <laughs> He's a podcast slut. Your, your yeah. You are a bit of a pod whore. And of course, joining us, uh, uh, you know, uh, the reason we're here, uh, Bob and Dave of IT and the D. <laughs> the brain. Someone bring them beer. The it, it, does, it doesn't Detroit. work here. I've um, noticed it doesn't. Tab, no, one, it should. no one's brought them here. Jay, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks Everybody, for say, us on. hey, absolutely. I'm honored to be able to be doing this again, guys. Thanks for providing this opportunity of course. for us to come live to the world. Uh, it's been an absolutely crazy weekend. Uh, I'm sorry, kids, if I sound a little bit hoarse. Uh, some of my words might even sound mumbly. My tongue is swollen to the size of like a bullfrog. Just cigarettes and booze and pod. You so, you, I mean? so your wife's had a good weekend, is what She's you're saying? She's had a fantastic weekend. <laughs> Down here somewhere over there. Just sitting oblivious to the world. Hey, baby. How you doing? Uh, yeah. So, uh, firstly, uh, guys, thanks so much. We, uh, You allowed me to sit in uh, with IT and the D, and we talked some serious Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, that was good times, man. I haven't gone that deep in a while. It was, uh, you know, it, it's nice to sit down with guys who are fans, you know what I mean? Like, you guys know your shit, you guys have read the books Absolutely. and, you know, gotten a little involved in the EU, so... It's 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 religion at this point. It is. It, it, it is. We're just preaching yeah. the gospel, you know, yeah. studying our texts and such, you know what I mean? Basic premise of religion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost like sports fandom. We're like, no, I like Star Wars more than you. I'm a bigger <laughs> Yankees fan. You know, it, it's gotten yeah. almost to the ridiculous point where... We argue over things that we're making up. We yeah. are, we're arguing over make-believe. Right. You fan know what I mean? And, yeah. Well, the big thing was yesterday is all the ridiculous fan theories we're arguing about. Somebody can stop the conversation so dead as to say... Remember the end of Rogue One when he's uh, making all the blasters fly out of their hands with the Force, Darth Vader? Why didn't he just make the data fly out of their hands into exactly. his as well? Because... Kills everything. Kills everything. Kills because everything. then no more movies. 
Yes. Then, then I believe that actually then goes back in time and eliminates episodes four, five, and six from ever happening. Then yeah. Yeah, that'd be a shame. So now they're gonna have to do another. They'll do Rogue Two. No, it's the same as a Superman Batman. No, no, no. Like they'll do Rogue Two to explain why he didn't do that. And they'll just work. No, it's like <laughs> Batman Superman. Why didn't Darth Vader just take? Like, whoever you wanted to kill him, just force them into space, and then they can't breathe, and then they'll die. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, There's why did you have to fight them with swords and couldn't stuff? Couldn't you just technically stop anyone's heart and be like, right, okay, yeah. your heart's not going to beat anymore. There you go. It wouldn't have been at the epic moment, though. There wouldn't have been the epic I moment or the epic memes that have now followed. I don't know that I really want to hear. The only scene that was worth a, a damn in the entire movie. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, he, was, he was just a, he was a cat playing with a mouse. That's all it was. He just wanted to play with them. Anupshiba. He was just Anupshiba. kind of stretching his muscles a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, no, it's a good yeah. point. Eyeballs yeah. pop out. Boink. You can't yeah, yeah. see me now. Nice. Like what the hell? Yeah, there's so many ways around it. Um, I great. I've got to address the staple. Oh, wise guy. Will, yes, you are the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Curly, yes, yes. What is the deal? Where did this come from? What happened? You made this Josh, yourself. Josh reminded me last night, jerkily at the bar, that I had a Stay Puffed costume at home in my closet that wasn't wearing. Hey, Will, but no <laughs> offense, you're totally half-assed in it. You have like old Navy cargo shorts yep. on and some cons. <laughs> hey, hey, these are Reebok golf shorts, oh, okay? Marty. The most comfortable shorts you will ever wear. <laughs> but yeah, no, I am. Um, my look buddy, adorable. My buddy does a cover band. Okay. And um, MX13, and they were doing the show for Halloween. It was like a benefit show because he's part of the Defiance County Ghostbusters. Right. And so they were raising money for cancer relief, and he was just like, I told him I wanted to be a hype man for like one of their shows sometimes. He can't sit still for more so than he, like uh, 10 minutes. He, he's, he's like 15 minutes in the booth, an hour and a half out of the booth like all day. <laughs> no, Dave, go do what you got to do. Back and forth, back and go forth, all day. <laughs> but you made the hat. So, uh, what, no, so what, my friend no, uh, KDP no, made, no. made the hat and made the thing for me. It's very nice. So it guy. was just a random thing I had. I said, what the hell, why not wear it today? Right, right, right. It's a beautiful thing. What is the state of the unions, fella? Uh, Jimmy, how's the starship going? Starship's going fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I caught you a little off guard. Totally. There. I was <laughs> waiting for gum. <laughs> uh, what's the plan this year? Uh, you know, as the summer moves on, you got any specific goals? Just keep rolling along and talking shit. Uh, rolling along and talking shit. We are uh, we are approaching our hundredth episode. That's exciting. Which is very exciting. Um, Special plans? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they will be announced next week. Oh, it's a surprise. The surprise. Is a surprise. Special guest. Ooh. A very special guest. That's exciting. Yes. I had a uh, my hundredth. Uh, Mike Zabsy. Mike Zabsy. Mike right. Zabsy came back for the hundredth. So yeah, Hell you yeah. got to do something special. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we got uh, we got David J. Fielding coming on next week. Ooh. Zordon returns. Yes. So it's going to be. That's pretty, number two. Yes, yes. I guess he had a good time last night. Oh, loved time. it. Yeah. What's wrong with him? I don't know, man. I know, right? That's what I said. I'm like, this guy actually wants to come back. Yeah, like, oh my yeah. God. Something's definitely wrong. You got your payolas spread right. Right, right? Okay. exactly. Nice. Yeah. nice. But no, man, uh, we're, we're doing well. We're taking the uh, the summer off from the conventions. Um, we're probably going to hit Rhode Island in November. Nice. And uh, that, and we have uh, Monroe Comic Con. Monroe, that's going to be big. In, in September, yeah. That's, that's, our, that's our big goal right now is Monroe, nice. which is a one-day... Just extravaganza of awesome, That's and because awesome. it's one day, like you go big. Yeah, you know, right. you're, you're out of time otherwise. And, and kind of like 
Philly where we kind of help moderate panels, man. The Ninja Starship moderates most of the panels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is hardcore. That's yeah. awesome. Hey, the more we can spread that out. Yeah, Jimmy's running around like a madman at Monroe Comic Con. Are yeah. you going? Are you taking top yeah. rope? Oh, well, yeah, you? we'll be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right it's on. A, that's an easy one to do. It's, you know, it's one day and it's yep. not far, so. Totally. Yeah, we got uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake's going to be there. That's spectacular. That's, that's, all, that's totally up yeah. your alley. Yeah. Oh, what about yeah. you guys? Is IT set up there? Or yeah, we'll, we'll be yeah, yeah. podcast. Are you going to have there? a booth like yeah. this going up? Not this, not as extravagant. Yeah, I guess it's a one-day show. This is a bit much. Backdrop and a table day. and microphones. Right, you know, right, Nothing right, crazy. Right, right. That's exciting. Uh... So, new studio recently. Yeah. Did you just get too big for the britches of the old one? Well, we filled it. So, you know. Are, you, are both still running? Do you have, like, both buildings? No, no, no. no. Okay. We, uh, we moved. So, we had we had the one room, and it, it got to be difficult because it was a one giant room. So, you know, everyone that was waiting in the green room for shows that ran back-to-back, you know, the shush monster had to come out. I don't like being shushed. Oh, no. Yeah, no. yeah. So, uh, we found a perfect building. It used to be, like, a financial services company. It had four perfect-sized offices. And, and a bathroom and a little waiting room out front, and literally we just moved right in. We didn't have to do nice. any build out, nothing. Nice, um, nice. We just we had three studios right off the bat. Yeah. Um, we're building out the fourth with video capability. Oh, that'll be fun. And this so, is more like in Detroit, isn't it? It's like, it's, a, it's a couple miles north. Okay, cool. Well, we uh, we no, we, that one's in Royal Oak, and then you, you might be talking about the business studio that we opened up down in the Penobscot building downtown. Yes, this is what I heard about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's the deal with that? Well, no. So, I mean, we had uh, IT and the D's. I mean, businesses, and we had a couple of companies that reached out and were like, "Guys, we'd love to use your studios to record our internal stuff, but we're not sending our people to Royal Oak for three hours in the middle of the day." Ah. All right. So, friend of a friend had a spot. We built out a studio there, and that's where we send those folks. Right, right. Potential for maybe like. Voiceover, like cartoon wise. Oh, absolutely. Stuff like that. All of the, yeah, everything. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. actually, we've, we ha- we just had somebody reach out that's starting to do that um, in Studio Two in the Royal Oak Studio, right. which is one of our smaller studios because that room is damn near dead. Right. Like, right. I mean, it's just dead quiet when you walk in there. So, yeah. That's nice. That's nice to have, guys. Yeah. Look at all this going crazy. Growing and getting big. And, I know, it's crazy. You know? Isn't it? uh, and Leon's getting larger. <laughs> Uh, it's crazy in here. This, this show keeps getting bigger and bigger every every year. Has anybody uh, done Photoshop or photo Photoshop. photo ops? It's day three, kids. By the way, okay. <laughs> it's what time is it? It's one thirteen on day three, uh, and it's been a hell of an adventure. So excuse my brain if it sounds a little marbly. Um, but yeah, we get some photo ops. Anything happen? Yeah. We did, uh, uh, Tab and I did Sting in full makeup yesterday. Nice, which was cool. And How we- was he? He was good, you know. The six seconds you get, he was he was <laughs> nice. We threw up the two sweets, so that was no. Cool. Sting was weird. Sting, Sting was, was weird to you, but he weird. was nice to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the weirdest conversation I've ever had in my life, and it was by Sting. That's weird. What, yeah. what happened? So I go, I get up in line. I got a black baseball bat. Yeah, and I got him to sign it, and he looks at me and he says, "Oh, saw you in the parking lot earlier because of your jacket." Yeah, yeah, yeah. My PBR, my Paps jacket. And then Will and my friend Mark are behind me, and then uh, he's, after he says he saw me in the parking lot, he signs my bet, and then he looks up at me in the face and goes, but you weren't with those two guys. <laughs> and that was it. Weird. We, we, we were, I think he thought we were just like your security, making sure no one stole your Stein Sting baseball bat. <laughs> I, 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 like, it's one of those things, it's kind of like when I met Shannon Elizabeth or Kelly LeBrock, and I'm like, I don't know what to say after that, like. 
Thank you, sir. Celebrities can be weird. I had a very awkward encounter yesterday with Martin Starr. Like, it was towards the end of the, the con yesterday, and he was by himself in his booth. I was like, sweet, I'm going to go talk to him real fast. I'm a huge fan of his. So, like, I kind of walk up through the windy thing. I knocked one over. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at him. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> and the guy just walked up to him, shook his hand. I'm like, I just wanted to meet you, man. I'm a big fan. Like, right, right, right. Hope you're having a good con. Like, just, nice. You know, like. I'm kind of, I'm not buying anything because I'm cheap ass, but <laughs> you know, like I thought you'd like to meet me. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> and we talked a couple minutes about podcast Detroit. You know, yeah, he's yeah. just shitting the cosplay girls, right? Uh, right you know, I, so how was Rooker? Oh, Rooker was awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met him this morning. Yeah, yeah. suit such a super Autograph cool guy. For anything? Uh, picture, got a picture with. I us. wanted to yeah. go up to him and say, "How much? How much I really, is he charging? Uh, forty bucks. That's not That's bad. At all. Not bad at all, dude. Damn. Did you not tell him uh, you really love the scene in Mallrats when he showed his butt? <laughs> no, I, I said my favorite movie with him is Cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> what do you say to that? Anything? Oh, he loved it. Yeah. Yeah. We, call, we call it Clitbanger. <laughs> Dude, that, they is, were. that movie, honestly, like I was talking about it this morning, it is one of the most underrated comedies you'll ever see in your life because it's meant to be a, a, a serious drama, but it is a comedy, 100%. Right. And right. Deadpool doesn't agree. No? No. He's just sitting there shaking his head. You thought you thought Cliffhanger was some serious, serious stuff, yeah? <laughs> right on. Thanks, Deadpool. Motor <laughs> City got lucky, though, man. They they booked, you know, because you book, they got to book guests in advance. Yeah. They, there's no way they knew that the weekend before, the two weekends before when Guardians came out, he was going to be the, right. the hottest oh, yeah. item oh, in totally. Guardians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he and, was. And how about the Mary Poppins yondus? I've seen two. Yes, yes, yes. One of yes. my, my friends, uh, uh, former cosplay? guest on our show, cosplay is him on Friday. Oh, really? There was two girls. Yeah. Who were Mary Poppins, but Yondu. Yeah, you know I have a buddy saying? who did that yesterday right. on Friday. A guy was, did it? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. I'll show you. I'll that's show you that's pretty good. That's fantastic. People are popping on in here. It's very, very exciting. It's uh, it's crowded as hell in here, I'm yeah. telling you. The show is just blowing up, kids, and uh, it's good times to be back. Oh, Jimmy, yeah. help me out, man. I got no, you, man. No, help me out, man. This is like my ninth or tenth hour of podcast. No, no it's this all good. Weekend, the, thing, the thing about this con, yeah, man, pod. and the, the yeah. thing that I really like about it, I was actually explaining it to uh, the Lyft driver, because he's like, well, what do you do there? What, you know, what, what's the whole point of going? What do we do And it's do like, here? well, you know, you can, uh, you can go here for the comics, okay, but then you have the media side, which to me and to a lot of other people, like, is really what this is all about, because I come here to meet these media people, right. because I'm a fan of what they do, and after I meet them, I now have a much more personal connection with the work of theirs that I love. Because yeah, now yeah. I met them. You I just know. hope that they're not an Andrew McCarthy. Exactly. Oh, right? 100%. That was, that was my thing today. Uh, this weekend was praying to God Anthony Michael Hall was cool. Right. Yeah, and that's he, the other thing, man. Yeah, you can have yeah. that, that interaction where now he? you're not yeah. a fan of that stuff because the guy's a dick. Yeah, it was like, know, it can go the other way. It was like Ric Flair last year. He was a dick, but it's yep. Ric Flair, so I don't care. Right. Yeah, I didn't yeah. mean to rhyme there. Yes, you did. Where's the bell? Where's the bell? <laughs> but but Anthony Michael Hall, totally cool dude. Kelly LeBrock, hilarious. Um, like so, all these people that I'm just hoping would be nice were. Right. Like, to, to, it makes experience. Like, why would you fly all the way to Detroit and sit behind a damn table for ten hours a day and be a dick? That's that's a good question. Absolutely. Uh, Jay Fosgett, our good friend, uh, he got a Billy Piper. Oh yeah. A photo op, but he took Bodie Troll with him. Uh, his yeah. Bodie Troll puppet. So uh, 
he got hurt, he was like, can you just hug Bodie and I'll kind of look away like I'm jealous sort of thing. <laughs> and she grabbed Bodie and like just like right here, and just like right on her bosom. It's just like, awesome. ah! So he's That's got a, a picture great of her picture. like, yeah. yeah, it's great. And she's like... <laughs> and apparently it was the only picture that she wanted to see after and see how it turned out. That's awesome. So, you know, she, it, she was like, this is awesome. It, you know what's changed, though, from the years past? I was talking about it. Five years ago, coming to this show, you could walk in with $200, 25 to get in. You can yeah. buy some toys and books for your kids or whatever. Yeah. And you'd get five autographs at $20 a piece and five pictures with the people that you were doing. The good old days. And now, yeah. I mean, it's $75 bill for a picture and an autograph. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, what? And that's was, that's at the that low end. And yeah, that's yeah, these are yeah, 90 I mean, these photo ops, thing. it's amazing here, kids. Motor City Comic Con photo ops, like forty to seventy dollars. That's I've new. Heard. And uh, you know, Fan Expo, you're paying hundreds. Oh, easily. You want yeah. a picture with Rooker at Fan Expo? You're paying three to four hundred dollars. I bet you. That's insane. I bet you. That's I'll insane. You. I saw uh, what what was it? Uh, uh, Luke Luke Skywalker at um, yeah. Mark Hamill at uh, Star Wars Celebration was like two hundred dollars for a picture with him. Wow, that's like reasonable. That is for him. That's reasonable. Well, I know. I yeah. know. Um, well, Stan Lee's usually a hundred bucks. Yeah, but I'll pay a hundred dollars for Stan Lee. You know, he's done a lot of shit. Mark Hamill's done Star Wars. Yeah, but you got to remember, uh, he's also Joker. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Also Joker. He did a hell of a. Uh, we're in a bad episode he's of also, Criminal Minds. Hey, right? he's also he's also the trickster. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, so, true, twice. true. So take any, any any host booking pop culture on Con TV. Take, hey, come on, Corvette Summer. <laughs> no. No. That's what he was most known for. Corvette Summer? Yes. No. Take into account, though, it's $200 to meet Mark Hamill at Star Wars Celebration. So he's, like, he might not be huge. He's he might be cheaper, like, here or somewhere else. But there, that's his, I mean, he's the guy there. I understand. Yeah. I understand yeah. he's, the, he's the guy. Can we, uh... And, can we talk about real quick? I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk real quick how uh, Jimmy totally choked on his chance to meet Amy Jo Johnson last night? I know you met her before. Hey, she was. No, she no, was. He met her last night, night too. Yeah, last yeah night. I know. I was there. And you, hi, this, this is my, this is my girl. She's pregnant. And, and <laughs> <laughs> but though, no, how awesome was that to see Amy Joe Johnson do karaoke at the bar? Oh yeah, yeah, that's that was pretty good. No, she, well, she remembered me from Philly last you year. You moderated because, her panel in yeah, Philly. Yeah, I moderated yes. her panel, and when I, I, when I introduced myself, she was like, "Oh shit, hey, how are you?" No, like she, and then I'm like, I was drunk at the time, so I was like, "Yeah, hey, come meet my pregnant girlfriend." Yeah. <laughs> no, he told me, he told me because she comes over like, "Hey, you did the IT and the D show Monday, thank you." Jimmy's like. Look, my pregnant girlfriend, like, 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 Jimmy, what are you doing? Like, hey, I wanted to introduce her. That's the thing, though. I gotta, I gotta admit, you know, I, I sang karaoke with Jesus from Walking Dead. It's been a surreal weekend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Zach McGowan is probably the coolest dude I've awesome. ever met. Awesome in times. my life. Yeah, awesome times, Zach McGowan. We hung out with him the first night and had a few bevies, and he's a fantastic conversation, man. Totally good dude. But like, to me, that's how you caught. When yeah. you show up here, you know... That's the good thing about Motor City, though. Motor City is set up in a way where I've seen celebrities drop their guards unlike any other show I've ever been to. There's something about this show that they feel safe amongst the lobby and the fans and the people. You know what I mean? It's Because it's a weird setup. A lot of shows aren't so connected where the hotel and the lobby and the bar are such a part of the show. It's 24 hours. 
It's a 24-hour convention. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you look at it, like... Yeah, I got I home at 5 a.m. last night. I, I got know. home at, like, 4 <laughs> something. It was ridiculous. But it's so nice to have that. C2E2 was a lot that way, yeah. too, yeah. right? When everything's conjoined, it's amazing. Yeah. And I'm not even staying the in the hotel. The one thing... Yeah. The hotel one thing bars are the best icons. The one thing this year separates from the past years is there's no William Shatner, there's no Stan Lee, there's no Daryl from Walking Dead. Right. There isn't that, like, mega, mega star. Yeah, Like, yeah. Adam West... Like, but you have like, like a all every like. Well, one, Rooker's a pretty. Rooker yeah, is. What if you look at the the amount of people they brought in? This is the most quality, top to bottom like people that I've ever like. Probably seen the in best a long lineup time. they've well, had. Yeah, yeah. yeah for me, for me. Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, the, for probably the cost of what Stan Lee is to bring in, they probably were able to bring in four guests. You at know? least, yeah. no, I would say eight. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, and so yeah, yeah, it really yeah. helps out. Like, yeah. yeah, you don't have that huge mega name. But you were able to get like four or five big names that people were going to come for. It's more diverse. People, you get a bigger right. audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Barbara Eden, I'm so happy to see. She's at a mega lineup all weekend. People still dream of Jeannie, man. Oh, totally. It's amazing. She was at the totally. restaurant eating right next to us, and uh, James behind me, he's a veteran, Afghanistan War Marine, and someone sent him a drink saying, Thank you for your service. Well, he looked around and someone said that table and pointed at Barbara Eaton's table. So James walks over, Jim walks over there, says, Hey, did you guys buy me a drink? And the manager, like, No, get the hell out of here. She's like, Walked back. <laughs> like, she, for 85 years old, she looks amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That plastic's holding up. <laughs> it's, um, that, it's magic. Okay. She's a genie. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take advantage here because we're sitting here, we're at Motor City Comic Con, we're broadcasting live. To podcast Detroit. What? Is I don't know. That? I don't know. Okay, uh, sorry. But <laughs> oh, tuxedo mask. I got confused for a minute there. I'm gonna say it. I can't say, say it. it. They can. They can hear us out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they can hear us. Yeah, he's, he's still standing in front of And if anybody who's an old uh, listener to an elegant weapon for a long time, you know one of our tropes, one of our mantras at an elegant weapon. Fuck manga. <laughs> So with that, we're alive. I'm going to take advantage of all you bastards out there because we're live. And you may not know my show because my show is a syndicated show on Podcast Detroit. I don't go live because uh, I'm out in Toronto, beautiful land of Canada. And, uh, Canakistan? That's right. Uh, so I'm just going to drop a quick little bit of knowledge. Uh, my show's out of Toronto, Star Wars comics. I talk to lots of people. It's conversational. We have a good time. Uh, an Elegant Weapon has been around for five years. We're in our fifth year of podcasting. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I've fallen behind, though, as we were saying before, before you got here, because this is episode 242, mm -hmm. and last year we did episode 200, which means what, I missed 12 episodes Ten. this Ten. year? Ten. episodes this year? 50, 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, Sorry. but I will blame <laughs> that on the Points of Interest Podcast Network, which also these gentlemen are fine members of. There's uh, a network I run out there, POIpodcast.com. Takes up some time sometime. And the six-year-olds, you know them kids, yeah. they get in the way. So uh, I've done a lot of shows over the years, and uh, we've had some good times. You guys, what are your favorite episodes of An Elegant Weapon? Uh, the, one that, the ones that I'm <laughs> the around. The ones that you were on. Yes. That's right. Uh, uh, Ray, the Ray Park. Uh, the episode 200 you did last year here. That was yeah, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you guys have any questions for me? Anything you don't know, you want to know about the early days? You want to hear some quirky facts? Does anyone know? Here's... I want to talk more about pulling out eyeballs from Darth Vader. I'm like, right now, 
I'm like that whole the whole thing the whole the, the, the whole Can't get his the, mind the, the whole no. movie's bunk. I'm trying to take advantage of this situation, Bob. I want to so, Jesus. Here you go. You got people out here that haven't listened. Right. What is what is your favorite episode? Like if someone was going to obviously you want people to dive in from episode 1, right? But like if if there was an episode to like convert people and bring them into your Jedi order, well, here's the thing about my show. It's very, very niche, but there's two techniques to my show. Because most of the time, you're going to get where I have a guest and I have a conversation. And it's conversation with a comic creator or an artist or whoever, and we, we, we have an awesome conversation. Then there's the other side where I have my guerrilla tactics and I do live panel shows. So some of my episodes may be live panels from a con. So there's kind of favorites of those, and then there's favorites of the actual guests, and then there's favorites of... I think my favorites are you guys, but I'm just sitting around with you guys, and that's the most fun I have when I'm probably podcasting and shooting the shit with you guys. But then there's the whole other super exciting adventure of being on stage live, because I thrive in front of people. You know what I mean? That's where I am happiest is when I'm on a stage and I'm having fun and I'm having a great talk You're with someone. You're performing at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's my favorite. So ones like that really, really stick out. You know what I mean? Because when I started this show, it was me and another guy. I had a co-host for the first 70 episodes of this show. And uh, um, it wasn't anything specific. But then it happened to come out when the New 52 did. So we just started talking comics all the time. Right. And it kind of went that way and became that way. Started going to Fan Expo. Started interviewing creators, right? And, it, and he left at episode 70. I was like, what am I going to do? You know, it's just me now. going, yeah. Right? So I just made it the me show. So now it's just me, 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 me. Even sometimes when I'm talking to my guests, I'm talking about me, 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 me. It's all that matters. But I don't care because I talk about whatever the hell. Because fuck structure. You know what I mean? In my mind. Right. That's just my technique. But as I say, when it comes to podcasting, everyone has their own way. There's as many ways to do it Even as there the are shitty ones it, deserve man. to be ways because it cannot be restricted. It, can, it has to be kept as wild and free and open as the old open ranges. Pod hard, bro. That's right. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's Happy the Harry best Hardon, thing about man. podcasting. Got to keep it going, keep it moving. All right, Bob. Let's talk about eyeballs no. popping out of heads. It's true, though. It is true. It is true. Landon, did you ever see the um, fake fights? It was Batman versus Darth Vader. Oh, the and fan film? Yes. It's spectacular. So, so and there's two versions, so eh? They each, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have each win. Right off the version. bat, though, I'm like, there's no way Batman even gets a punch in. And boom, he throws an EMP, knocks out Vader's chest uh, yeah, breather yeah, thingy, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's on now. Yeah, yeah, and it, it was, was smart. It was yeah. really smartly done, man. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy those fan films. And the some of these fan films nowadays are as good as any movies being. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see the Darth Maul one that was made just yes. like last year? Yes. That was insane. Uh, Predator versus Wolverine. Yeah, that was good. Predator versus Batman. Okay. Have you seen that one? I don't think I... St- I went through all of them. Uh, didn't Where stick the Joker, the guy who played the Joker in that, died recently, and I think it was Boner. Was it a Boner? You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, there's a fan film, and there's a, a really good fan film, Batman versus Predator, and it's insanely good. Really? It's one of the Boner best from things Growing I've Man? ever seen. Is it, yeah, is think, it the yeah. superpower beatdown stuff? Because he died. Didn't he kill himself? Right? Boner. I don't Nobody's know. feeling this. Anyways, he played Joker. The Joker in this fan film, and oh, it was okay. fucking the nuttiest Joker you've seen, man. And it was it was the most cartoonish 
yet creepy good kind of they did it really really well right yeah. and uh, yeah there's one scene in this thing where it's a bird's eye it's so brilliant it's a bird's eye view of this dark alley and it's raining right and you don't see anything and there's a big puddle that the rain's falling in I don't know how they shot this puddle's falling in the rain you're looking down on it all of a sudden the water kind of starts to move in and rise and you're like, what the fuck's going on? And then you realize it's Batman's cape, and he's starting to stand up because he was oh, like leaning. Oh, sweet! And yeah. it comes, and it's the sickest Batman shot you've ever seen. This one like five seconds of this fan film beat anything I've seen in any Batman movie, as far as like cinematography, bringing the comic to life. Yeah. This was Frank Miller alive, and it. It's the craziest, craziest it was very, goddamn thing. It's amazing. Like the fan films, though, what they're doing now, you look at that Dark Power Rangers fan film they put out. Yeah. I'll watch that any day of the week over what they put out, $100 million budget. Right, right. Okay, well, uh, yeah, let's let's mention that for a minute because we have, in fact... Uh, you didn't mean it, Jimmy. Are we... No, you. I believe the Ninja Starship podcast, number nine pod, uh, Power Rangers podcast on iTunes. Number for one. For a bit there. Has it shut up? Number one. Has it really? Yeah. Congratulations. I'm not bragging or anything. Yeah, no, it has. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic. Hold on. I've never told this story on this show, and I need to do it. So we we allowed. See, um, Dave, Dave and I Dave and I camp out, and we go to see Star Wars. It's our thing. Right, right. We allowed Jimmy to come with us for episode seven. Okay. No, it was Rogue One. Was it Rogue? Rogue sorry, one. sorry, sorry. And as we walk out... All you hear is Jimmy going, that movie sucked. <laughs> and we're like, let's at least talk about it. You know, and he's going on and on and on how it sucked. I'm like, fine. Jimmy, I just beg you. I beg you. All I ask in my life is for you to invite me to the Power Rangers the night of. Well, first night. And did my phone ring? No. Jimmy went not once, not twice. But five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. And did not call me once. Right. And all I wanted was to walk out of Power Rangers and scream at the top of my lungs how much that movie sucked. (laughs) (laughs) And he took took it from me. He took it from me, Jay. And I'll never never have that moment back. I I won't live that down because he brings it up constantly. Well, here's the question. Here's my question about the Power Rangers movie. Because it seemed that a lot of fans liked it. So was there just not enough Power Ranger fans for a sequel, or did they make enough money? Didn't make enough it money. Did, yeah, it didn't make enough. How money. How did it and not make enough money? It opened, it opened. If the community did like it, well, the, it, the, see the fandom. Most of the more. fandom responded to it, right. but but Power Rangers is one of those fandoms. It's very weird. It's very divided. Um, it's not a it's not a unified fandom in any way, shape, or form. There is this we love Mighty Morphin, and then there's we love everything else type people. Um, it, it's very, very separated. And with with any kind of, uh, with, with this new movie coming out, there was so much hate from the fandom that this, this movie was just going to suck. It was going to be horrible. Everything looks like shit, blah, 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 blah. The costumes are bad. Then it comes out, and everyone's like, oh, my God, this movie is awesome. Everything was great. We yeah. love what they did. Right. But because there was so much and not just that it was just how they released it you know they they there was such a, a span of time between the US release and the Chinese release that anybody in China that already wanted to see that movie saw it already 
right, you know what I mean? Right, so right. it didn't, it, I mean, it only made 1.2 million the first day opening in China. That didn't help really? out at all. Yeah, that's, the movie, that's, yeah, that's the movie is only projected to make about 150 million after it's out of theaters completely. That's not and it only money. took a hundred, a hundred million dollar budget. More, no, it was a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah. Is that all? Eh? That's all. Wow. And, well, and everybody, like I made that video the other day because everybody is, po- is, is showing around these, uh, these articles saying, oh, there's going to be a sequel because Saban confirms the plan that there's going to be a sequel. Like, like we discussed, I can confirm lots of plans. Yeah. I had a plan to make my bed this morning, but that shit didn't happen. You know right, what I mean? Right. There's, the there's, been a, there's a plan to uh, make a Flash movie for they, years. I'm still waiting right. on well, that shit. And it's, they also, they, it's non-powering your families. Like, they know if they can take the movie or not. Movies movie is a bit mature, but they also open to get up against Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, and then Guardians of the Galaxy the next weekend. That's not like Guardians. It was right. uh, well, it was like it was Beauty and the Beast, Logan, and something else all opened that same like Ooh, the same month. So that's it a was tough fight. it was kind of buried in the shuffle, which is bad. Like a movie like Power Rangers needed to open up in a month where there was a dead cinema week. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah. let me let me ask you a question. What's your take on fandom? Because it's interesting. If you look at the things that have the most rabid fans, are the people that hate the product the most. Yeah, right? that's true. Professional like wrestling, Star Wars. Star Wars, right? You have like the people that are just they they, they consume this product. It's it, it's consumed to them, yeah, and they hate it more than anything. And I don't get it. No one acts like that about football, baseball, right? right? But if you and they, nobody acts like this over movies, but movie franchises they do absolutely, right? I yeah. think I think people do that. Think about like same old lions. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the prequels were not as good as the original trilogy. I feel like that's also true. Yeah, that's definitely true. No, I think it it becomes becomes trendy to hate. You know what I want people to do, though? Here's what I want people to do, though, because a lot of people forget this, okay? And as much as people... Well, actually, okay, let's talk about the re-releases in 96, right? When he re-released and fixed up and cleaned up the original movies and put them out. And it was very successful. It was huge enough to make him do the prequels. That's why he did the prequels, because those did well. <coughs> Excuse me. So, where was I going with this? Jesus Christ. The three original movies. Oh, yes. Uh, if you prequels, get sorry. the chance yeah. to Marijuana watch, is a if, hell of a drug. Oh, <laughs> what hell of a drug. So, if you get a chance to go watch the original ones uncut again... They're really, really shitty. <laughs> like, you know, there was some groundbreaking stuff as yeah. far as the space and the model work yeah, yeah. and the creature work. And that was, yes, at the time it was the most groundbreaking shit. But if you watch it again now, half those puppets don't really move. Yep. There's mistakes. There's Jay, it's crappy like, sets. It's like watching, oh, yeah. you know, it was the story yeah. that got it through. It was. It's always been about the story. <laughs> right? And... It wasn't even sure. The num- the first one was a huge success, but it wasn't until Vader's line that cemented it as, okay, this is a thing that's going to continue and probably never end. So this is going to be interesting. But with, the, with the prequels, there's some groundbreaking shit in there. There's some shit that was done in those movies that, you know, was the technology was invented for those movies oh, that has now yeah. become standard on other shit. Yeah. I'll, st- I'll never forget... When I was watching Phantom Menace, and when the Gungans are about to fight the droid army, yeah, and the big droid carriers come out, and they come out, and they start coming out and opening just and all racks the droids of racks. And yeah, racks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember specifically sitting there thinking, 
how the hell does he think this shit up? Right. And we're just used to it now because we've been given time, right? Yeah. So And that the leader of the Gungans was Hawkman from Flash Gordon, which I completely <laughs> <laughs> Which was my yeah. favorite part. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's all different. Time changes perspective is my point. Yeah. To a point where now there's mad prequel nostalgia. Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen coming back to Star Wars Celebration after 15 years. Right. 40th anniversary and facing that shit after what he fucking went through. Mm -hmm. Good on him. And his reception was huge. He was so happy he was there. So, you know, I think it'll be same thing with anything that's going to be new. It'll be old. It'll be new. It's, it'll be it's, it's like anything, though, when you have fans that you let them give input. Whether yes, or not you, yeah. you, you either... You either acknowledge it or you ignore it, yeah. but you cannot let fans. If you have a vision, you cannot let let fans shape your product. And what we've heard over the Star Wars franchise, you can a little. Is he let he let the studio shape his product on Return of the Jedi, and then he let the fans shape his product in Episode Two, because there was so much hate on Binks that you knew he wrote him out of a lot of crap in two. Probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it, it influenced it. Absolutely. You know? I don't think 2 was... Well, again, I'm not just going to get into sitting here defending the fucking prequels, but I got to see a Jedi army. I was pretty happy about that. You know what I mean? They were good. I, I like 2 and 3. 3 was the best of the prequels, although I really liked Phantom Menace. And here's I the thing. One, it were bad, but... It was beautiful. The Darth Maul fight scene was some of the that was still the best fight in all Star Wars. No question. You know, people think I'm crazy because of the Revenge of the Sith fight being so epic. But no, the simplicity, the lack of uh, the thing about Phantom Menace was it was an updated lightsaber fight, but it wasn't like Episode Two and Three where there was too much light clashing and, and flashing and like lens flare. It was clean. You could see every connect that Darth Maul was making, you know? I love that shit. That was beautiful. Well, and yeah. even if you don't like them, you have to admit that there's enough things in the prequels that are epic. Like, Obi-Wan's, or uh, Ewan McGregor's portrayal of young Obi-Wan. That is it's epic. stellar from yeah. the first movie to the third one, and it gets better as he goes. Oh, I hope they make the movie. I hope they make well, the Obi-Wan movie. He's, he's ready and willing really, to do it, too. And it's really interesting how they won't let... Them do it now. When do they want to do the timeline? Do you know? Uh, as Luke's young. Yeah, it's got to okay. be. It's got to be. A, so picking up from uh, be, the cartoon. You know, yeah, yeah, it pretty yeah, much. Yeah. But here's the thing: is they won't let them do it because they've told uh, they've told them that they're not done with him yet. So Obi Wan will, in some way, probably be involved in eight or nine somehow. Yeah, because he's uh, Ray's parents. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I think he may reappear to Luke. And I think they might olden up Ewan in, you know, a little bit. And, you know, or who knows? Maybe they'll youngin with their digital technology. They'll make, uh, you know, they'll bring back Alec Guinness as a force ghost. It'd be easier to do it than trying to make them look like a real person. Right? I would agree, yeah. Yeah, you could animate a force ghost. Make it have it anybody you want, you know? It's crazy. Look at Disney. Here goes Disney. I'm running out of steam. How's that, kids? Is that fun? It's phenomenal. Thank that you, works. Gone? You're phenomenal. Always, always great. Good. Hey, kids out there in, in Detroit land, uh, check out an elegantweapon.ca. And uh, it's fun times. I promise. What was that CA Star stand Wars for? Comics Cannabis. CA stands for Canada, bitches. 
So I'm very, very proud to be the Canadian uh, corner of Podcast Detroit. I cannot thank Dave and Bob enough for providing me with this platform. Yet another another wonderful place to listen to an elegant weapon, kids. So check it out and all the other fine shows. Top Rope Review, The Ninja Starship, It and the D guys. Thank you. I don't know if I should end it because there's no one here to hit stop. Do we have to keep talking till Bob, until Dave gets back? Are no. we forced? Are we being forcibly potted right now? No, I can hit no. stop on it. Do you know how to hit stop? Come on over yeah, here. Yeah, he Will. runs the board for top Will. Will's kids, a super uh, dope again, producer. Coming live from Motor City Comic Con 2017. Yeah. Thank you to the staff, the management, press, everybody. Miriam, Tabowski, you're awesome. That's it. That's all we're going to have this week on Elegant Weapon, kids. Take it easy.